Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and Football. I'm your host Matthew, and today I'm going to be talking about Man United's 1-1 draw away to Everton in the Premier League, of course, on the blue side of uh, Merseyside. Um, so we'll talk about the goals in a minute. Obviously, you know, Bruno Fernandes and um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I think that's his name. Uh, he scored, obviously, you know, a mistake from De Gea. Look, I mean... These mistakes happen. He took way too long on the ball. Um, you know, he should have probably kicked it out sooner. And I mean, how many times? How many times have you seen? I mean, for me, you know, I'm 25 and uh, been watching football since since I was well, pretty young. I can't, can't give you a uh, specific age per se. Um, but uh, I've seen this happen like a few times in my life, um, and it's not something you see pretty regularly. It is a mistake. It's a it's a mistake that. Uh, it's a mistake that, uh, you know, at the end of the day did cost us, um, you know, in, in, in these things to sort of happen. A lot of people have been calling for a while, you know, um, for, I'll bring, bring Dean Henderson back on loan from Sheffield United somewhere. I th- I'm not exactly sure where, where he is on loan, but uh, bring him back. He's like England's future. He's my United's future. And, um, I mean... You know, De Gea's, what, 30-something? I'll maybe have a look in a minute. But uh, I know, I know he, he's not young anymore, but uh, I still think he's a great goalkeeper. And look, I, I do think, you know, there's the, word, there's the word agenda that I see being thrown around, which is when no matter what, you try to... Try to you try to find reasons to um, hate specific players and all that sort of stuff. Some people might think I have an agenda against, you know, Lingard and Pereira, but clearly, if you look around the fan base or the the, the uh, supporters and all that, that that's quite a mutual uh, feeling about those two players. We're not here to talk about them. I'm just talking about, you know, agendas and and that sort of thing. Um, but it is a thing that kind of um, happens, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I want to talk about Bruno Fernandes very positively because, of course, you know, you have got the negative stuff. Um, there with the hair and everything, but um, yeah, I mean Bruno Bruno Fernandez just sticks out in his team, doesn't he? he? Really does. He's just, and I do mean this. He's leagues above everybody else in this team. Uh, we have some great players in this team. We really do. We have a lot of you know young prospectus, uh, or young prospect sort of players in this team as well. The average age of this team, I think, is what twenty five. Because we do have some older players. You know, Mata, Matic, um. Maguire's a bit older, some other players as well. Um, yeah, Matic, yeah, Matic, Maguire, Mato, the players I was meant to say. Uh, Phil Jones is getting a bit older and all that, but you do still have, you know, Dan James and Greenwood and and, and some of these other players. But uh, yeah, he just he really does stick out above everybody else, and um, it's both great to see and it does cause a bit of a problem as well in terms of. I remember when he was on the verge of joining, you know, we, we were kind of talking about him for months. I mean, literally months, because we went in for him, or apparently we went in for him last summer, didn't we? But, um, yeah, uh, you know, it, it's kind of that case where, like, oh, he's this big, like, promising player and all that sort of stuff. And I think he's more than delivered so far. He scored, what, three goals in about five games or whatever. Uh, something something on that range, too. There may have been penalties granted, but, you know, he did score the really good goal. Yesterday as well against Everton, and I uh, thought it was a great goal, really well taken, and that's the sort of thing you you can, at least from what I know and I believe, that's the sort of thing you can expect from Bruno Fernandes, as far as I understand. Uh, I didn't know much about the player before he joined admittedly, but uh, he's just he's just come in and lit this team up. To be honest, uh, not lit up every player, but just 
he's just come in and brought a new a new lease of life, a new spark, if you will, to this team. And uh, it's brilliant to see. It is. But uh, there's also the case that, like, every time he gets on the ball, uh, fans just expect him to do something every single time. And I just don't know that that's going to happen every time. I mean, the best players in the world lose the ball and make mistakes and make bad passes, don't they? Rooney, Ronaldo... Messi and you know a bunch of other players from from the past of you know Beckham and you know Gerard Lampard, they all make mistakes, don't they? But um, he's he's certainly come in, and I don't think anybody you know you can have an opinion if you don't like Bruno Fernandez, that's all fair. But I don't think you can really say he's come in and not done anything or not been of impact. So uh, it's really really great to see, and the general consensus seems to be. Exactly that that like you know he's come in and just lit this team completely up and just sp- put put a uh, bright creative spark in this team and it's great to see but it, it does beg the question like when we don't play him and when we don't start him you will end up with a Lingard and a Pereira probably because there's also the fact that we, we don't really have anybody else who can do that like forget just everyone's like oh wait for Pogba to come back and play with Fernandes forget him forget Paul Pogba I know he's not going to leave till the summer and he's being paid weekly all this time and he's played, what, six games this season or something? Forget him. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, Paul Pogba isn't a Manchester United player. He's injured still. I mean, goodness gracious, how long is he going to be injured for? Um, and uh, and all that sort of thing. But, like, as far as I'm concerned, he's not part of Manchester United's future. He's pr- If he doesn't leave in the, su- in the summer, then I don't know what, what the hell's going on. Because there's, there's some talk about, like... Um, Real Madrid might go in for like Mbappe or something and then they won't go for Pogba and like he might go to Juventus. I think first of all he needs to make his mind up as to where he wants to go. I've heard about Juventus and I've heard about um, Real Madrid as well so we shall see. But uh, yeah cause, I mean this is price tag isn't it the 120-150 million range which would be really great if we got that. If we could get that in and replace I mean ideally at the moment right for the players that we've been linked with. You bring in Graylish and Madison for that, don't you? Like you, you say to uh, um, Aston Villa and Leicester. Yeah, Aston Villa and Leicester. You give them sixty, somewhere in the region between sixty and eighty million. I don't expect us to pay eighty million for Graylish or Madison, but that's the kind of price range you can sort of expect, and uh, that's roughly you know how much money we'll, we'll get math, maths wise. Uh, I haven't done my exact calculations on that, but you know, one hundred and fifty million, sixty. 60 roughly you know it's 120 uh maybe if it's a bit more it adds up to a bit more but uh we shall see so uh that that would be the ideal scenario because then you you've then you've then not only got rid of a player who doesn't want to play for us and pretty much isn't in this team anyway uh because i mean uh, what, what was the last game he played was it this year i don't even remember to be honest because i've just i've just pushed him out of my mind anyway not to talk about pogba and all the negativity there and whatever the hell's going on um yeah, Fernandez, his goal, um, really great stuff. I, I, I'd love to see more of of that from him. Just that ability to pick the ball up in the midfield, just hit one, and uh, see it go in. The, uh, the the good old Portuguese talent that he's got, of course, that would be great as well. Um, I've already spoke about the cal- the uh, Calvert. I think it's yeah, Calvert uh, Lewin. That's how his name is being spelt there. I uh, don't know much about the guy, but you know they got their goal. In terms of the offside goal at the end. It is offside. The player might be on the floor, whoever it was. Um, but it is offside. So I know that a lot of people are like, oh, Man United are so lucky that, like, oh, they got saved a VAR. And if that had been that way at the other end, at the end of the game, they would have won. And um, uh, it's interesting because there was the nickname Liverpool being thrown around earlier this season. Don't see it quite so much in the last couple of weeks. Um, 
but many, uh, lots of people have tried to come up with some variation of like Man United with VA. I mean, it fits perfectly into Liverpool's name, doesn't it? Just because of the the V and the and the R and all that sort of stuff. You pretty much replace the E, don't you? Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah, pretty much replace that. Um, but you can't really do that with Man United's name. But you know, it's uh, you know, it was given first of all, and then the VAR kind of ruled it out. But I think he's offside because he's in an offside position. Um, you know, if the if the player's injured. You, you get you you give some other decision like if a player's injured and he's offside you don't then give an offside but he was just what on the ground wasn't he so there you go uh but i will say though big mistake from maguire to deflect that in basically uh he should be clearing that but uh you know at the end of the day it didn't count so there you go um but uh yeah we face derby on a thursday i think we are away from home uh i'll have of course a look at the uh, fixtures in the second half of this podcast uh but that will be mean that will mean that um wayne rooney possibly returns to us and uh, faces us because he's their player manager or something isn't he so and then of course we've got uh city at um i believe that's a half five game no it's a it's a four thirty game uh, Sunday, so, uh, cause it, yeah, it can't be a Saturday game, because we're playing on Thursday, really weird that we're playing in the FA Cup on a Thursday, I don't think I've ever seen that before, I've seen Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday games for the FA Cup, so, anyway, we shall see, uh, I'm going to go into, um, yeah, I'll go into player ratings now, and things like that, and talk about this weird formation as well, and then I'll, and then in the second half, I'll go into the, uh, league table, talk about Liverpool's defeat, finally, and uh, some other bits and pieces. Uh, so De Gea, I think you've got to give a pretty low score. I don't know what that score would be necessarily. Uh, I mean, the mistake was pretty big, and that's got to chop a big um, piece of his his uh, rating away. I'll give him a four or five. He made some really great saves, but yeah, when you make a mistake like that, your your rating's got to go down a bit. So I'd give him like a four or a five, maybe uh, a bit harsh, maybe. But uh, you know, when you've been, you've, he's certainly an experienced goalkeeper, and he should know better. So, there you go. Uh, Saka, I thought he played really, really well again. Just He's getting better and better with attack. He's, he's attacking every game that I see him playing, and uh, it's really, really great to see. Defensive-wise, still very, very good. Of course, he's still learning. He's, what, 21, 22, maybe 23. He's one, he's one of them young 20-year-old players that we've got, isn't he? So, that's uh, good as well. Lindelof, really thought Lindelof looked shaky yesterday. Uh, but Saka, by the way, I'll give him a 9. Um... Because I thought it was really good. Uh, Lindelof looked really, really shaky. Maguire was like cleaning up a few of his mistakes, and uh, yeah, a lot of people were calling for Bailey to start this game. Who was on the bench? I believe. Let me scroll down slightly. Yeah, Eric Eric Bertrand Bailey is his first name. It is his full name rather. Um, I think he should be starting next to Maguire, and I think that Lindelof should be not dropped, but just just significantly rested a bit, which I guess means dropped, but. Uh, there you go. Uh, but I'll give Lindelof a... I've got to give him a 5 as well. I really do think he, he made some big mistakes um, in, in the match. Maguire, very, very clinical in defence, apart from the weird deflection at the end. He, if you watch it, he's sort of not really looking at the ball either at the end. But, um, you know, we could have we could have let in a lot more goals yesterday if it wasn't for Maguire. So I'll give him an 8. Weird mistake at the end. Got to take some of his score away. But... Um, he was really solid other than that. So he's, he's just got to work on his attacking headers from corners because, my goodness, we had a lot of them in this match. But, um, yeah, good stuff from, from Maguire, which is what we paid £80 million pounds for. Uh, I'll give him an 8. Luke Shaw, he, he was okay, I thought. I didn't think he did anything particularly bad, but nothing particularly good, maybe. 
Um, just had a bit of an average game to me. Didn't notice anything particularly good or particularly bad. Uh, I do prefer Williams, but I do still like Luke Shaw. And I believe both of them have got a future at Man United, really. So, um, I mean, I mean, you know, if, if the fans are debating between Shaw and Williams, which I, I very much am as well, although I do prefer Williams. I just prefer Williams for his attacking talent as well. So, uh, I'll give Shaw, I'll, I'll give him an 8. Average good game. So, and then you have this weird... So he, he's it's got listed here a four one two one two, which four one two one. I guess it is because Matic is supposed to be like slightly deeper in midfield, and McTominay and Fred push slightly up. So I guess that makes a one and then a two, and then you've got Fernandez in between Fred McTominay and Martial and Greenwood. You, you've got him in the middle there, of course, in the in the number ten slot basically. Um. So I guess it is a four-one-two-one-two, but it's sort of a four-three-one-two as well. I guess defensive-wise as well. Uh, I don't think it worked. I saw what Sol- I saw what Solskjaer was kind of going for, or what Oli was going for. Um, but uh, I don't. I, I saw what he was going for. He was trying to. He was trying to win the midfield battle, wasn't he? He thought that he'd put all his three only defensive midfielders, pretty much, apart from maybe like Garner and. I mean, Pogba's not a defensive midfielder. Um, he's more of a sort of central midfielder or attacking midfielder. Um, but yeah, he tried to win the midfield battle. It sort of worked, but we just had no width. And then there were scenarios where like McTominay was running down the right wing with Wan Bissaka. That's not that's not what McTominay's in the team to do. So a lot of people were having a go at McTominay yesterday, saying, "Oh, he's not good enough" and that sort of thing. Have we forgotten how good this player is? Uh, he's just come back from injury. He's being played out of position in his first game back. No, sorry, not his first game back. Didn't he start against? He played against Bruges, didn't he? Um, but like one of his first you know return games he's been out for a while give him give him a bit you know we were all praising him and saying earlier in the season like oh he's a future man united kept him which i do i i agree with like when he comes back like this and he starts and you play him on the right central midfield so he's essentially drifting out to the right wing or right midfield sort of area that's not what McTominay's in this team to do sort of thing you know um but yeah, going to who do I want to pick first? McTominay. I thought we had a really good game, and uh, it, he played about as best as I expected him to, given the fact he's recently come back from injury and also being played out of position. I'll give him a nine. Uh, Matic. I actually thought Matic had a really, really good game. One of the best players on the field. Um, you know, he hit the bar. He had some really good tackles and shots and passes and all that sort of thing. You know, what he's in there to do. I'll give him. I'll give him a nine as well. Thought he was really, really good. Uh, Fred fourth. Fre- Thought that Fred, um, saying thought and then Fred, it almost makes you say thread. Uh, but thought that um, Fred didn't have a great game uh, yesterday. You know, he, he lost the ball a few too many times. He, he just was off his game. I think he's probably burned out at this point. I mean, how many games has he started and or played in a row? Ten, maybe? I mean, ever since, ever since McTominay was injured and it's been him and Matic in midfield... How many games has that been for? At least about 10, I think. So, probably time to just give him a break as well. But then again, uh, so that's the thing with this first team. This first team is pretty good, the one I'm looking at. But then, you bring off someone like McTominay or Matic or Fred or Fernandez, And who do you bring on? Mata, who I think is pretty good still at his age. And then who are you left with after that? Gomez has pretty much been pushed out of this team. Chong is a winger anyway, so he wouldn't count for that position. Then you've got Pereira and Lingard. That's it. Who else have you, who else, like, like I said, forget Pogba, um, you know, who else have you got, it's just, it's it's really annoying, because you look at this first team and you think, this is great, let's add some more talent, and then you look on the bench and you do have Pereira and Lingard, and, you know, Jones and whatever, I don't think Jones is on the bench, but, uh, 
one of our worst players. Yeah, on the bench, Williams, Igalo, who not, neither of those two are going to play in those positions. Romero is a goalkeeper. Pereira is a midfielder. Lingard is a midfielder. Mata, who I do think is good. And then Bailey, who's a defender. Or Bailey, who's a defender. So, yeah, it is that worrying thing where, like, okay, let's say Bruno needs to come off because he's tired or injured. You do have to bring on Pereira, Mata, or Lingard. Those are the only three attacking midfield options. So... There you go. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give Fred like a 6. I just don't think he was he, he played that well. And I do think he's probably burned out. Man of the match, uh, Bruno Fernandes scored a great goal. Just is lighting this team up like a Christmas tree. Uh, if that's the right metaphor to use. Um, you know, not not quite lighting up, lighting up like a Christmas tree. We're still fifth and we're still trailing behind Chelsea. But he's certainly come in and helped this team hasn't he significantly so uh, i'm going to give him a 10 i don't think he did anything wrong apart from maybe a few slip passes slip passes a few incorrect passes a few wrong passes but everyone on this pitch probably did that in this game um yeah i've got no complaints about him so far i just wish he had better players around him to be honest so uh, i mean i can't wait for like when he's playing with rashford and when fred's in form when mctominay's completely back in form uh, we've got a proper right winger or James is in form or whatever. And then either Marshall or a proper number nine. I don't think Marshall's a number nine. I'll talk about him in a minute. But um, yeah, that, yeah I, I'm looking forward to seeing... Because he, he links up pretty well with Mata, doesn't he? So if you put Mata maybe on the right, not completely on the wing because he'll drift in the middle. Rashford on the left, Marshall up front, Fernandez at number 10. I think you've got something really good there. Um so there you go but yeah I'll give him a 10 he's the man of the match for me uh, Martial um, him and Greenwood just didn't really get into the game as a pair did they um, and they weren't really a pair in the end were they so um, I'll, I'll give them both like a 7 maybe just like the, I mean it's a bit difficult to judge when the player, the, these two players both don't get the service um, which I don't think that they did they both had to drift out wide because this team had no whiff today uh, yesterday sorry um and they, they just didn't really get anything to do. So in terms of them doing something wrong or right, they just didn't really get a chance to do anything. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll give them both a 7, though. In terms of Martial, though, I've watched him over his last... Well, I've watched almost every game this season, apart from, you know, those those Europa League games, those two uh, group stage Europa League games, the ones at the end. Um, but uh, I, I've watched him over, you know, this whole season. I just don't think he's like a poacher clinical number nine. He scored some, uh, he scored, what, 15 goals or something this season, I heard the other day. Um, but I just think we, we need a sort of Vardy, Harry Kane, dare I say Lukaku type. Someone who's going to be in the box and be poaching the goal. Like a Berbatov, Van Persie, you know, that sort of poacher type of, of, of player. Martial isn't that. Uh, Greenwood isn't that either. Igalo sort of is, but not really. Um, we just need someone who's going to, you know, sit right on the edge of that box and wait for the ball to come in and then poach it, poach it in the goal. So, um, which sounds like a lazy player, but, you know, I, I mean, Van Nistelrooy was not very um, much a mobile player, but damn, he scored a lot of goals and you, you need a player like that sometimes. I mean, heck... I'd I'd still very much have uh, Javier Hernandez in this team. He he was really really good at doing that sort of thing, just poaching uh, those sorts of goals. Um, I think he'd still be great in this team, but he's not here anymore. So um, yeah, that's pretty much the player ratings. Like I said, Greenwood and Martial both at seven, both had a similar type of similar type of game, and uh, Fernandez man of the match. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about uh, league table and the upcoming fixtures. See you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, 
just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Gualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so Liverpool lost, didn't they? Uh, I know I do talk about kind of Liverpool at the start. I mean, they're, they're top of the top of the tree, top of the league table. And it's good to just finally see a little... Because when you look on Google, which is what I'm doing uh, at the league table, it's got like... It's got a tick, green tick. Or it's actually a white tick, but a green background for it. Well, a green sort of tick um, when you win a sort of um, like grey circle with, with with a line across it for like a draw and then a, a red kind of x thing uh or a white x with a red background you know what i mean um it's good to just see a, a, an x finally there uh 3-0 against wofford shocking surprising um yeah it's uh i, I mean i was look, i was checking my phone every you know 20 minutes or so i was like 1-0 okay they'll probably come back into the game 2-0 all right they're a little bit far, far behind and then like i think it was the 70th minute maybe maybe um and uh, Watford scored a third. I was like, have Liverpool got time to come back in this game? And they didn't. And then they lost. So um, the f- I think it was 44 games, wasn't it? An unbeaten run. But it was a 14-game win streak. Because, of course, they drew to us several months ago. Um, great to see. Really, really good. Um, but speaking of Man United, we are fifth. We have climbed back up the table a bit. Although Sheffield United have got someone. There's a few teams with games in hand here. There's Aston Villa. Um, there is Arsenal, um, Man City, and Sheffield United. I'm not sure who's got who, but maybe there's some uh, Monday games to be played. Um, but yeah, Man, you know they're they're still probably going to win the league. They're like on almost 80 points, and Man City are just getting into their 60 points if they win their next game. Uh, but we're on 42, we're three points behind at Chelsea, and you just you just think if we had gained those two points and been on 44, one point behind Chelsea really could have been right up behind them, if you will, um, and uh, it would have put a lot of pressure on. But we didn't manage to um, you know to do it, and uh, it is what it is. But uh, you know, Wolves won. Gosh, we're level with with points on on Wolves. It's quite shocking, really. Twenty eight games and forty two points. That's really really low. Like we've drawn nine games and lost eight. That's pretty bad, to be completely honest. Uh, you know, Tottenham lost. They would have been pretty near us as well. Uh, in fact, they would have gone past us. I think. Yeah, because they're on forty. They would have been on forty three. I think. Yeah. So they would have gone past us. So I guess. Thanks to Wolves, I suppose. Um, 
But uh, you know, we're, we're still uh, still in front of them too. In terms of goal difference with Chelsea and Wolves and us, Chelsea are on eight, we're on twelve, and Wolves are on seven, so we're still a little bit far in front with that. So that's good as well. Um, yeah, I mean. You know, there's a few teams really chasing us. Some teams on 42 points, some teams on 40, and then 38 and 37. So we've got to be careful. There's 10 games left to go exactly, uh, at least for us anyway. You know, a couple of teams have got some games in hand. But, um, yeah, we are, we've are. we played 28 games, um, 10 to go. So we'll see uh, what happens with the rest of the season. But there we go. Uh, like I said, with uh, matches, we've got Derby at home on Thursday. So, yes, um, oh, no, I'm looking at the Man City fixture uh we're away to derby so um we will be visiting wayne rooney's new home or his new ground whatever on thursday uh and then of course city sunday 4 30 and then um europa league against lask never heard of that team before i don't know if it's lask or lask i think it's probably lask probably stands for something or whatever um that's on thursday the week after so um and then we got tottenham Brighton, Sheffield United, a couple of difficult opponents there. So uh, we'll see how things shape up. Uh, but of course, if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about Man United, or if you want to get in contact with Ed Talk, uh, what do you think of the team? What do you think of Bruno Fernandes? Are you impressed? If you're not impressed, let me know why. I'd be very intrigued to know why that that is. Um, but um, yeah, be very intrigued to know why that is. But uh, I think he's clearly our best player. You know, we got some other really good talent in the team, but. Um, you know, I think he, I think he's just kind of leagues above everybody else at the moment. So let me know what you think. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Um, if you want to check out, of course, all the rest of the content, EntertainmentTalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk. We're on Patreon. Please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers. Amazon affiliate link. If you want to shop on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, and subscribe to those. Um, and make sure you subscribe so that you get sent new episodes. Word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds. Uh, social media, please share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. And last thing, video games, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays. I'll see you probably next week on Monday uh, to see whatever happens against uh, Man City. I know I'm not really kind of covering... The midweek games, they're just a bit awkward for me to do at the moment. But, you know, good win against Bruges. Uh, 5-0 it was pretty easy after a while, wasn't it? So, there we go. Uh, we'll see what happens on Thursday and Sunday. I think we'll beat Man City. Um, I don't know, i just got this feeling that we will. I could be completely wrong. But, um, I, I I mean, I bet, I bet we'll struggle against Derby. And then we'll beat Man City. Because that's just what we do, isn't it? So, we lose to Palace and then we beat Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham, draw against Liverpool, beat other teams that we maybe shouldn't have beaten and then we lose to teams that we shouldn't have lost at against like Newcastle Palace and the list goes on and on so anyway thanks for listening and I'll see you next time goodbye